Alright, full sis Jack Newtown here, and we are live on the broadcast, and we're going to discuss the whole situation about Iran and what the actions of the president did in order to eliminate the threat and many others who had issues with <clears throat> what happened. I know I was well, watching the news and looking at a number of things. And it is confirmed that the general is dead. The general Kwasam Sadameli is dead. And the president act swiftly upon striking an opportunity because y'all remember that uprising that was happening in Iraq in which Saddam Mali was there facilitating the attack on American citizens and the embassy and the president responded aggressively as any president would and now the president is being criticized for responding in a nature that any president would. And we have some within this country that are even apologizing to Iran and says, please don't kill us. <sighs> mm, mm, mm. Now, I will say this. I may not agree with the president's policies. I don't agree with his bully behavior. I don't agree him being an asshole to his wife. I don't agree with some of the rhetoric that he's stoking racial uh, division. There's a lot of things I don't agree with the president on. But in a situation like this, in a situation like this, he did said what he was going to do. I will say this. He does have balls. The president does have balls. Huge balls. To say, you know what? F it. Let's pull the trigger. Now, of course, Congressman, Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi was like, well, I wasn't informed of this. So y'all can have a debate. You're trying to impeach the guy. You're trying to impeach the president of the United States. If I was the president of the United States and you got me impeached, do you think I want to consult with you about something that is serious, that is the protection of the nation? Absolutely not. Yes, it might be a uh, bad policy, but guess what? I don't trust y'all because everything is being said to them people over there. They're going to run to the New York Times. They're going to run to BuzzFeed. They're going to run to CNN. They're going to run to MSNBC. They're going to run to all the other leftist news organizations and tell them what happened before it gets done. Some things, I'm going to be honest with you, just like God said, God told John, the revelator, some things you're not supposed to say. 
Some things you write down, others you do not write down. You do not tell no one. And yes, that's what happened to John Revelator, is that the Lord told John, write this down, but don't write that down. Just like with Moses, the Lord says, write this down, but do not write this one down. Because there are some things the Lord does not want you to know until Christ returns. Then that will be revealed. Just like the God's true name will be revealed when Christ returns. Christ's true name will be revealed when he returns. And there are some things are meant to be in secret. And God does not want certain people to know certain things. And that's why he tell his some of his um, his servants, say this, but do not say that. Write this down, but do not write that down. This book, hide it somewhere else. Hide it. I want you to hide this book here. I want you to hide this book there. It's the same thing here. Sometimes transparency shouldn't always be very transparent. Yes. Because some people will take certain things the wrong way to where it will lead to anarchy till we lead to high chaos. And this is a situation that I believe the president did was correct as far as not allowing members of Congress to know certain members of Congress to know, actually. Because you have those on the other side that are not very friendly with the president and righteous yeah, they have a right to do so but I would not trust that side of Congress that's trying to go after me with any type of sensitive information is that sort because they will try to stop the attack you never know they but they'll go to the press and then the press will try to contact Iran and tell the general oh general oh our president is going to send a drone to kill to kill you got kill you so you might not want to go there Yes, you do have traitors in this country. You do have traitors in this country. You have coons in this country. You do have traitors in this country. And you have some members of the press that are traitors. You have some members of Congress that are traitors. Now, yes, the president is a very immoral and corrupt president. Yes, I'm not going to I'm not going to doubt that he's very immoral. He's a total jackass and he's corrupt, just like the rest of them. He's not the first corrupt or neither. He's the last. He's just a more blatantly corrupt one. He's just more open about his corruption. That's the difference. Because you don't want another Benghazi like Hillary Clinton and Obama did. They waited, what, four days, allowed the American people to die. No aid, no help, no reinforcements, didn't send the military until four days later. That's a stain in this country. And Donald Trump was in a hot seat. And there was an opportunity. He says, I'm not going to I'm not going to do what Obama did or Hillary did. I'm going to strike. And he did. And you got to give the man credit for that. You have to give the president credit for that, even though he's the devil. 
But you got to give the devil credit sometimes. You know, Lucifer is the devil. Yes, Lucifer, oh, he's evil. But you know what? Lucifer know how to work this damn system. That motherfucker know how to work a system. Shoot. Lucifer done got all you, uh, your, your, your brothers and sisters in the industry giving up their booty for, for a million dollar car. Giving up their butt. Up there riding in million dollar cars and got they got they pothole pop. They need nice seats so that so them so them uh, so that butthole can be comfortable. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'd rather keep driving in a Toyota Camry than to sit up there and be be in a Bugatti with my butthole wide open. No, <laughs> no, no, thanks. Wouldn't be like, damn, you smell like butt. <laughs> Did you take a bath? Like, yep. Did you clean your butt? Yep. It just smell like that. It's wide open. <laughs> but um, I'm sorry. But Donald Trump says we terminated him. Donald Trump says Qasem Soleimani, Soleimani had plotted terror around the world, but sends message to Iran that we took actions to stop a war, not to start one. Donald Trump on Friday said he did not order the death of Iranian General Qasem Soleimani to start a war, but to stop one. We took action last night to stop a war. We did not take action to start a war. The president said in the brief remarks in Mar-a-Lago, he is wrapping up his holiday stay at the Winter White House. The Winter White House. Wife. <laughs> the death of the top Iranian security and intelligence officer has sparked concern that tensions will escalate in the Middle East and cause U.S. officials to brace for possible retaliatory or attacks. President Trump, who personally gave the order for the drone strike that killed Soleimani, charged him with plotting attacks on Americans. Yes, Soleimani was called an act and terminated. Soleimani was plotting imminent sinister attacks on American diplomats and military personnel, but we caught him in the act and terminated him. Under my leadership, America's policies are unambiguous to terrorists to harm to or intend to harm any American. We will find you. We will eliminate you. We will always protect our diplomats, service members, all Americans and our allies. Trump said the president had tough words in the wake of the airstrike that killed Iran's top military general defending his actions as necessary for the safety of the United States. He emphasized his administration was not seeking to destabilize the Middle East, countering a concern voiced by some of the Democrat rivals and a few foreign leaders. We do not seek regime change. However, the Iranian regime aggression, the regime including the use of proxy fights to destabilize its neighbors, must end and must end now. The future belongs to the people Iran, Trump said. Now, I'm going to say this. This is going to work into the favor of Israel. Now, some people are saying Israel is pushing Trump to do this and Trump to do that. That might be the case that because I'm going to be honest, Israel has been known to influence United States presidents into certain actions on certain countries who who are deemed enemies to Israel. And Iran is an enemy to Israel. Um, The you know, those groups out there are enemies to Israel and Iran, their enemies is Israel. You know, they really just don't like each other. Um, Just saying. There was a quote from a Egyptian president back in 19, I believe, 1970, 79. I think one of those years that he says, 
how can a Jews leave black and then come back white? And the Egyptian president said, I have a problem with that. He said, how, how the Israelites are going to leave black, then come back white? Yes, that's a quote. Hold on. Let, let me let me see. Uh, how the Jews came left black and came back white. Yep, President Gamal Abel Nasir said this. President Gamal Abel Nasir, before he died, before he was airstriked. And here we go. Let me see. Uh, Somewhere down there. But it was a quote that got him killed. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find it, but it is here. Okay, me. Here we go. The Jews left here black, but came back white. That was a quote. He was a second president of Egypt. See if this. See if this. Uh... Yep, he says the Jews left black and returned white. And of course, he was airstriked. And that was his quote. That was a quote from the uh, president of Egypt, the second president of Egypt. And he was again, was killed during, I believe, the Six Day War.
Because it said to be able to live here in peace because you left here black and came back white. And that's powerful. I'm going to play this, what Trump was announcing. Thank you very much and good afternoon. As president, my highest and most solemn duty is the defense of our nation and its citizens. Last night at my direction, the United States military successfully executed a flawless precision strike that killed the number one terrorist anywhere in the world, Qasem Soleimani. Soleimani was plotting imminent and sinister attacks on American diplomats and military personnel, but we caught him in the act and terminated him. Under my leadership, America's policy is unambiguous to terrorists who harm or intend to harm any American. We will find you. We will eliminate you. We will always protect our diplomats, service members, all Americans, and our allies. For years, the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps and its ruthless Quds Force under Soleimani's leadership has targeted, injured, and murdered hundreds of American civilians and servicemen. The recent attacks on U.S. targets in Iraq, including rocket strikes that killed an American and injured four American servicemen very badly, as well as a violent assault on our embassy in Baghdad, were carried out at the direction of Soleimani. Soleimani made the death of innocent people his sick passion, contributing to terrorist plots as far away as New Delhi and London. Today, we remember and honor the victims of Soleimani's many atrocities, and we take comfort in knowing that his reign of terror is over. Soleimani has been perpetrating acts of terror to destabilize the Middle East for the last 20 years. What the United States did yesterday should have been done long ago. A lot of lives would have been saved. Just recently, Soleimani led the brutal repression of protesters in Iran, where more than a thousand innocent civilians were tortured and killed by their own government. We took action last night to stop a war. We did not take action to start a war. I have deep respect for the Iranian people. They are a remarkable people with an incredible heritage and unlimited potential. We do not seek regime change. However, the Iranian regime's aggression in the region, including the use of proxy fighters to destabilize its neighbors, must end, and it must end now. The future belongs to the people of Iran, those who seek peaceful coexistence and cooperation not the terrorist warlords who plunder their nation to finance bloodshed abroad. The United States has the best military by far anywhere in the world. We have the best intelligence in the world. If Americans anywhere are threatened, we have all of those targets already fully identified, and I am ready and prepared to take whatever action is necessary and that in particular refers to Iran. Under my leadership, we have destroyed the ISIS territorial caliphate. 
recently American Special Operations Forces killed the terrorist leader known as al-Baghdadi. The world is a safer place without these monsters. America will always pursue the interests of good people, great people, great souls, while seeking peace, harmony, and friendship with all of the nations of the world. Thank you. God bless you. God bless our great military, and God bless the United States of America. Thank you. All right. There we go. Let's see. And, of course, a picture provided by Iran Supreme Ayatollah Khamenei shows him embracing the son of Kill. Iran Revolutionary Guards Command across him, Soleimani. So it was confirmed. And there's a picture of a confirmed kill because the only thing was left was his hand and that ring that he's known to wear. And, of course, they're visiting the family. The president of Iran is visiting the family. And they say he vowed to take whatever action necessary to combat terrorism. The president says the United States has the best military by far anywhere in the world. We have the best intelligence in the world. If Americans anywhere are threatened, we have all those targeted fully identified. And I'm ready, prepared to take whatever action is necessary. And Dan in particular refers to Iran. He says, under my leadership, we have destroyed the ISIS territory caliphate. And recently, American Special Operations Forces killed the terrorist leader known as al-Baghdadi. The world's safe place without these monsters. Trump added later in rally speech in Miami mega church. He added, Qasim Soleimani has been killed and his bloody rampage now forever gone. He was plotting attacks against Americans, but now we have ensured his atrocities have been stopped for good. The president applauded Thursday's flawless strike at the Baghdad airport that stormed the Middle East into turmoil while reminding the crowd he has killed ISIS leader Abu al-Abadi three months ago. Same time, Trump spoke to evangelical supporters. National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien told reports that Solomon was planning future action in the Middle East, but declined to say what it was. He had come from Damascus to where he was playing attacks on American soldiers. There have been Marine sailors against all our diplomats. The strike was aimed at disrupting ongoing attacks that were being planned by Salmana to deter future Iranian attacks. said in a phone brief, he declined all the details of what kind of attacks were planned, called information extraordinary sensitive. He later said at some point there may be something we can discuss. He also said Iranian leadership knew Salman what Salmana was planning. Fallout from Soleimani's death was swift. Tehran vowed harsh retaliation for the killing of its most senior military leader and the State Department warned Americans to leave Iraq immediately amid fears that of conflict in the region. Major U.S. cities went on heightened alert for possible retaliation attacks. Department Homeland Security put on a statement Friday to say there was no specific credible threats against the U.S. but added its monitoring situation. While there are currently no specific credible threats against our homeland, DHS continues to monitor the situation and work with our federal, state, and local partners to ensure the safety of every American. Department of Homeland Security Acting Secretary Chad Wolf said in a statement, uh, additionally, U.S. stocks fell about 1%. The market opened up the wake of the news while oil prices surged. The price of gold, which investors buy in times uncertain, was up by 1.6% at 1,55220 per ounce. Bitcoin actually went up by 5% too. 
Uh, and this justification for the U.S. action, Trump cited Soleimani's ties to Americans' efforts in the region, his crackdown on protests as Iran, and Iranian threats to his neighbor in Iraq. General Kwan Soleimani has killed or badly wounded thousands of Americans over an extended period of time, was plotting to kill many more, but got caught. He was directly and indirectly responsible for the death of millions of people, including a recent large number of protesters killed in Iran itself, President tweeted on Friday morning. United States has paid Iraq billions of dollars a year for many years. That is the top of all else what we have done for them. The people of Iraq don't want to be dominated and controlled by Iran, but ultimately it's that, that it's their choice. Over the last 15 years, Iran has gained more and more control of Iraq. The people of Iraq are not happy with They'll never end. He tweeted, yeah, of course, because of Bush. It, because y'all got rid of Saddam Hussein. Now, again, don't get me wrong. Saddam Hussein was an ass. He was, he didn't, uh, favored the Kurds very well and the Kurds didn't like him either and they have some bad blood that is ancient Sunni Shiite caliphate bloodline fighting that, that fight will never end and we're getting involved into beefs that are ancient that are older than this country and that's another problem I have with the United States is we get involved in beasts with countries that had a long standing issue with each other for eight for centuries. Way before we came along. Way before we came along, they had this problem with each other. And we're going around and sticking our nose into their business. Which is not a good thing. It's not a good thing at all to go around and stick your nose into business that doesn't belong to you. And Saddam Hussein was killed. He was, well, he was tried and trialed and he was executed, which I thought the trial was a railroad trial. Now, I'll say this about Saddam Hussein. Iraq didn't have any terrorists because Saddam Hussein made it to where there were, there will be no terrorists. Saddam Hussein was a friend to the United States, as Donald Rumsfeld. Saddam Hussein was a friend to Donald Rumsfeld. And those looking for weapons of mass destruction, yeah, the weapons of mass destruction were the weapons we gave to Iraq. We gave them the weapons. We gave Saddam Hussein and his, uh, his military those weapons. To fight the Kurds. And, and, we, and other countries provided. Weapons for the Kurds. To fight the Iraqis. It's a back and forth thing. Sorry. Sorry. Like I'm about to die here. Scarvin. Scarvin like Marvin. But yeah. 
Saddam Hussein had that country under control. Now, the problem the people had was his sons, Kwase and Uday. Now, those are the devils. Especially Uday. Uday was, oh my God, Uday was the devil. I forgot, uh, the, I think it was a movie called The Devil's Double or somebody, something like that. It was a movie about Uday and how Uday would abuse people, rape women. I mean, it was a little comedic, but it was serious at the same time. And that, oh my God, Uday was a piece of shit. I mean, ugh. that guy was, that boy was evil. I mean, pure, unadulterated evil. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. He was pure, unadulterated evil. And people had to do what he said because he was the son of the, the leader. And Saddam didn't play no games. Um, yes, Saddam Hussein ruled Iraq with an iron fist. But there was no crime. Except the crimes that Uday was doing. There was only the only, except the crimes his sons were doing. That's the only thing. Otherwise, there were no crimes under Saddam Hussein's rulership. You couldn't get away with a crime under Saddam. Just like Muammar Gaddafi, Gaddafi's Libya, there was no crime, no slavery, no nothing. Y'all killed Gaddafi. Obama killed Gaddafi unrighteously, unauthorized. Obama killed Gaddafi. I didn't hear Nancy Pelosi run her mouth. I didn't hear uh, none of the commiecrats run their mouth or, or, or the, well, you have some of the red necklicans that ran their mouth, of course. <laughs> of course, that's because they're the other side. What Gaddafi did, he didn't do anything. Y'all blame him for that bombing, which he has no ties to. And then you killed this family. You killed that man's family. And he represented Africa. I mean, he really represented Africa. He was the only one that had the balls to stand up against the system and says, I don't need your foreign aid. I don't need nothing from you people. We got our own oil. We got our own money. We can print our own money. We do business with anybody we want to. And that pissed off France, Great Britain, and the U.S. So they armed a group of people who hated Muammar Gaddafi, had him assassinated, 
And then guess what happened right after Gaddafi was assassinated? Slavery. Slavery was institutionalized again. Slavery was back in business because Gaddafi was the only leader of Africa that banned slavery. And if anybody was a slaver, they would be executed. There was no crime. Blacks were able to live freely. Blacks were able to run businesses. Blacks, actually, blacks ran to Libya because they knew they was going to be safe from those Arabs who are slave owners. And yes, slavery is still going on in the Middle East. Yes, they do have your black ass as a slave. Yes, they be taking black girls from Kenya, uh, Uganda, and other various countries and making them slaves, taking their passports and making them slaves. Yes. Yes. But then we got John Legend, a sonic boom coon, okay, and we got that piece of white trash, Rose McGowan, the slut. This I'm just going to keep it real. That's running their mouths. John Legend, sir, I don't feel a bit sorry for some of those Arab people over there because they still have our people that look like you and I as slaves, brother. You hear that? So while you go on your little on your soapbox Speak, putting that puppet up your behind for those people. They ain't telling you that, hey, if you were the cross over there, they will put you in chains. They will put your black behind in chains and make you a slave over there. Yes, they still have slavery in the Middle East. They still have institutionalized slavery in the Middle East. Yes, sir, they do. Just like Maxine Waters. Oh, oh, they, they, don't let me. Oh, I, I, I'm not going to skip this talk. Now, I know blacks feel that immigration and their one should be uh, illegal and we should cross the border and should have this, should have that. OK, I understand it's for humanitarian purposes. But you got to understand there are gangs that are mixed into that part of those immigrants. And, and Donald Trump is telling the truth on that one. And do you understand those gangs have a green light to attack all blacks? Yes, they have a green light to attack all blacks, especially in Highland Park. Yes. Maxine Waters, Congresswoman Maxine, this is the critical part I have against her. Now, everything else she's done well, but this is the critique I have on uh, Mrs. Waters. She does not address the fact that a number of these illegal immigrants who are members of a gang have been attacking blacks because they got their orders from the Mexican mafia in the prison system. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but the Mexican mafia was not founded by Mexicans. The Mexican mafia was founded by a Serbian. Yes. It was founded by a Serbian in the 50s, in the late 50s. It was founded by a Serbian. And that Serbian created the Mexican Mafia. And they get their orders from the Mexican Mafia 
to uh, and now of course Joe Moran did not authorize it. Joe Moran was dead. It was another leader that came along and put out an authorization, a green light on all blacks within their territories. So if you are accidentally driving through Highland Park or you accidentally in the area where those gangs run the show, you were green lighted. That means they are authorized to beat you, shoot you, kill you, rob you, whatever they have to do to make sure you got the message not to be here. Yes. There are certain areas in Los Angeles that blacks cannot go. And Highland Park is one of those areas. Because if you're black, the Mexican gangs are authorized to attack you. The Mexican gangs are authorized to attack you. But black people, y'all sit up there, buck dancing, cooning and monkey shining for the illegals. Now, I understand some of them who are illegals for amnesty. That's a different story. I'm talking about those who you know that are questionable. You know, the, the guys, particularly young gang members that you want to get citizenship here so they can turn around and attack you, shoot you, kill you, beat you, etc. So basically, you're just saying the robbers knock on the door and says, please let me in. Let me let me rape you. Let me beat you up. Let me attack you. And here comes the dumb black Democrat coon says, oh, sure. Come on in. Yes, we are brothers. Yes, beat me up. Yes, rape me. Yes, 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 yes. You're not white, so it's okay. That's the mentality of the Democrat black coon. But this is something that don't, and see, this is, I'm surprised there ain't nobody black out there challenging Maxine Waters or any of the black Democrats from California about this situation. That's why I can't say the president is completely wrong. He says, hey, there are gangs mixed up in there. We need to, we need to close the borders. I got to agree with him on that one. Because them gangs have the green light to attack blacks by the Mexican mafia. That's a fact. The California prison system, the biggest riots, the biggest fights in prison are the blacks and the Mexicans. Because again, they're getting their orders from the higher power. And the whites, of course, are authorized to attack you too if they're in a gang. And if there's a beef between the Mexicans and the blacks, the whites have to roll with the Mexicans. Because again, the Mexican mafia was founded by a white one, white man. The Mexican mafia was founded by a white man, by a Serbian. And plus there's that drug connection. But we don't want to talk about that because um, 
that will um, disrupt votes, that will disrupt um, support. Now, here we go with Trump. He was critical of President Obama's policy in the region. The Obama administration pushed the 2015 agreement that froze Iran nuclear program return for sanctions relief as a way to avoid escalating tension reason. President Trump withdrew from the deal in 2018, claimed Obama's agreement have emboldened Iran to invest in the campaign violence in the region. Um, this tweet can be seen at the open negotiations with Tehran. Pentagon said Trump has already decided to attack to protect U.S. personnel brought by killing Saul Mary, who was actively deploying plans to attack American diplomats and service members in Iraq throughout the region. And of course, it was a U.S. military drone strike that fired four precision missiles. Let's see. Uh, Soleimani. Scrolling down here, now uh, here we go. Russia and China rebuked the attack. U.S. attack. Moscow warned that it was an adventurous step that would lead to growing tensions in Beijing. Urged that peace in the Middle East and the Gulf region should be preserved. Russian President Vladimir Putin said Soleimani's death risks aggravating the situation in the Middle East. This action can seriously aggravate the situation. The reason the Kremlin quoted Putin is saying during the telephone call with French President Mao Macron, Russia and Iran are key allies in the Middle East. Britain, France, Germany called for stability in the region but did not vilify the assassination. Pompeo confirmed they had spoken to concerned leaders from China, Britain and Germany while thanking his allies for their recognition of continued aggressive threats posted by the Iranian Quds force. Uh, Capitol Hill Democrat lawmakers complain that they have not been given a heads up on the attack because you'll probably run to the press. It's traditional of the president to brief the gang of eight congressional leaders and the heads of the intelligence committee before taking such action. The strike was carried without an authorization for use of military force against Iran and without the consultation of Congress and speaks in that in the statement. Again, you're impeaching the president. Why would I trust you? Uh, the full Congress must be immediately briefed on the serious situation. The next steps under consideration by the administration include significant escalation and deployment of additional troops in the region, she noted. But Senator Lizzie Graham, the Republican chairman of Senate Judiciary Committee, said he was briefed on the forthcoming attack when he was in Florida in late December. He's not a member of the Gang 8, but is a close ally of the president of Capitol Hill. I was briefed about the potential operation when I was down in Florida, he told Fox Friends Friday morning. Graham played golf with the president of the Trump International Golf Club, West Palm Beach, on December 30th. He said it was a preemptive move on the part of the United States. The intelligence was very strong that Soleimani was orchestrating chaos in Iraq at expense throughout the region. The president was informed these potential attacks that he acted. This was a defensive strike to neutralize future and say being planned by SQ by Soleimani, Graham said. That was our reign of Morris dressed in black flood through street. Soleimani's whole time, Kamran Rivera commanded that he was responsible for shaping Iran and foreign policy throughout the Middle East. 
and the typical death to America, death to America, torching the stars and strikes, holding poles of the slain commander. All right. Yeah, there we go. Death to America. Yep, death to America. Oh yeah, they and they, they got the they burned the flags of Britain and Israel. Okay, well there you go. Death to America. And of course images of the leader. And uh some money and gun. Iraqi anti-government protests celebrate outside of protests in Baghdad, Tahrir Square, following news of the killing of Iran Revolution. Luke, I'm assuming you're saying, okay, so you have the Iraqi anti-government protests. So they were celebrating that the president did strike upon, because those people they know how it feels to be under the rulership. Jubilant anti-government protests Iraq celebrate Soleimani's death on Friday have been rallying against the country's executive for weeks over crushing economic conditions. So Trump is going to have some allies and it's going to be the Iraqi anti-government people. The New York Times reported that Friday's attack drew upon a combination of highly classified information from informants Electronic intercepts, reconnaissance, aircraft, and other surveillance techniques. Defense Department said airstrike will justify protect American lives. And of course, Iran vow revenge. Okay, and here's what the number of people said. Elizabeth Warren says Soleimani was a murderer responsible for the deaths of thousands of hundreds of Americans, but this reckless move escalates the situation. With Iran increases the likelihood of more deaths in the Middle East conflict, our priority must be to avoid another costly war. Okay. I mean, you might as well just take the initial sentence out of there and just say this reckless move escalates the case. When people come with butt part, that's when you begin to disregard the initial statement they've made. Bernie Sanders, Trump's dangerous escalation bring us close to another disastrous war in the Middle East and could cost lives and trillions and more dollars. Trump promised the endless over action puts the path of another one. Now, I like the Bernie Sanders because at least Bernie Sanders got straight to the point. He did not try to say, well, Sodom was a murderer. He hundreds of Americans, but blah, 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 blah. Bernie Sanders just said it. Andrew saying war with Iran is the last thing we need and is not the will of the American people. We should be acting to de-escalate tents and protect our people in the region. That's what Andrew Yang says.
Joe Biden said in a statement that President Trump just tossed a stick of dynamite into a tinderbox. Now, Lindsey Graham, of course, uh, a Trump supporter, says to the Iranian government, if you want to stay in the oil business, leave America and our allies alone and stop being the largest state sponsor of terrorism in the world. He also says, if Iranian aggression continues and I work at the Iranian oil refinery, I would think about a new career. And, of course, they said retaliation is coming, which, of course, you're going to have retaliation. You're going to have sleeper cells coming in because you got sleeper cells in New York, Los Angeles, Dallas, Fort Worth, Miami, uh, St. Louis, Little Rock, uh, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Kansas City, Springfield, uh, Seattle, Los Angeles, San Diego. Sacramento, Oakland, San Francisco, Las Vegas, Reno, Utah, Houston, Jacksonville, Alexander, Virginia, New York, of course. Pretty much everywhere. Any major metropolitan area. Um, the sleeper cells are going to be activated. And the, and the thing is about the sleeper cells, you don't know who's who. Because usually you'll think, oh, somebody Arab. Which, yeah, they'll usually be the case. But sometimes, it not always Arab. Sometimes it may be somebody Caucasian. It may be somebody black. It may be somebody Asian. It may be somebody Jewish. It, hey, it can, it can be any race or Hispanic. Be any race. It can. All right. Scroll down some more. Uh, we're looking at more and more and more. Hold on. I'm scrolling down. This and and not pausing. Just scrolling down. I'm trying to find some quotes from Rose McGowan. And John Legend. Although, okay, let me see. Hold on, let me do this. All right, here we go. Rose, Mick, and John Legend. Now, of course, Rose McGowan apologizes to Iran, which this is what these two had to say. John Legend says, yeah, this don't trust that people who are the lionist liars in presidential history 
will history will suddenly start telling the truth about a possible war with Iran. And that's what John Legend says. And Rose McGowan says, Dear Iran, the USA has disrespected your country, your flag, your people. 52% of us humbly apologize. We want peace with your nation. We are being held hostage by a terrorist regime. We do not know how to escape. Please do not kill us at Solomingly. Really, you're being held hostage. Okay, then leave the country. Go to Canada. Or go to Iran. Go, go. I mean, if you're being held, you're not being held hostage. You got the money. Rose McGowan, you have the money. Okay. You have the money. And you have the power to leave. You and John Legend, both of you, both of y'all can leave. Now, me, I don't got the money. I ain't got that kind of money. I, I'm like Rollbirds. I ain't got no money. But y'all have the money and the power to leave. My thing is, stop talking about it and just do something. And she quotes, thanks a lot, dickhead, real Donald Trump. I do not side with Iran. It sounds like you do. It sounds like you are. But I most definitely do not side with the USA at Team Stay Alive. You know, the Bible says you got to pick sides. You got to, you got to, you got to take sides. Either you cold or you hot. You look, look warm, I spit it out of thy mouth. You got to pick sides. And I'm picking on the side of the U.S. I'm like, look, hey, it is what it is. I ain't got nothing to do with it, but guess what? Hey, I, I ain't going to feel sorry for that leader. I ain't like the missile bomb hundreds of thousands of people, innocent people. No, they particularly targeted that one and his crew. That's it. I can see if they dropped the bomb and killed hundreds of thousands of people. That's a different story. But y'all talk about, uh, uh, we're scared. We're scared. Now, last time I checked, the white man, yes, the white government system in America, Dropped two atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, killing hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people got barbecued. Japan surrendered. Japan knows a thing or two about a thing or two when it comes to war with the United States. And it got so tense to where U.S. says, you know what? Bomb first. You attack us on Pearl Harbor, we got something for you. And they did. And they dropped two bombs, and it was game over. Half of, uh, a, four, a, a third of Japan blew up. A third of Japan blew up. third Japan blew up hmm? 
I mean, boom, boom. So, you know, yeah, Iran is dangerous. So was Japan. Japan was extremely dangerous. All these celebrities, Australia, you know that we love you. Um, the, the, the breast fire crisis. Now, I do feel sorry for the, the Aborigine people out there in Australia, but look, Australia has not been very friendly towards blacks. Just saying. Just saying. So, I don't know. Maybe my mind is a little bit different than everybody else. Here's more Rose McGowan. That sucks. Your friend wouldn't have been a been murdered if the USA hadn't illegally started a coup and a phony war. Okay, of course, Solomon was an evil, evil man who died evil things, did evil things, but that at the moment is not the fucking point. Nine States is more corrupt and acts illegally. It's the only logical to appeal to IRS pride by apologizing. I'm taking one for the team. Then you should accept Harvey Weinstein's apology then, if that's the case, right? Right? You should accept Harvey Weinstein's apology then and not pursue this, right? And she says, I'll never vote Republican. I want Democrats to win because they're less likely to less likely to die. I am a conscientious object to USA. It's policies, lies, corruption, nationalism, racism, deep misogyny is all right and do what it is in a citizen. But you benefited from the racism, lady, because you're white. Your, your, your white privilege has enabled you a career. You know, I'm going to be honest. You can't have those people on your side. When it comes, when wartime comes, you can't have those people on your side. Look, I don't trust John Legend. Him acting like that, that's not a man. I'm sorry. Wartime kicks, I don't trust John Legend. If we're being attacked, I don't trust John Legend. And I'll say it again. I don't like Dr. David Duke, but damn it, I'd rather have David Duke back-to-back back, shooting it out, okay, against the enemy before I have somebody like John Legend because John Legend going to be like, oh, we'll surrender. We want to do whatever you want. Oh, oh yeah, let's, let's, let's take our pants off. Oh, no, no, we're going to get to shooting. They're going to have to kill us. I ain't sitting up there taking my pants off for these, these damn people. Shoot, I'm going to get to shooting. Pop, 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 and if I die, I die. The Lord said, hey, my servant died manly. John Legend sit up there bending over, choking the sausage and taking it in the butt so he won't die from the enemy. Get, get your ass out of here. We don't need somebody like you. I read a, read a duke it out with David Duke and fight it out with the rest of them. I don't like David Duke, but damn it, he ain't going to sit up there and grab his ankle. He going to shoot, shoot. Shoot, 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 shoot till he die. Shoot. Hell, the white man got more integrity than, than a lot of you Negroes. I'm just telling the truth. The white man, look, look, look. 
the white man has more integrity than black people. He does. Because he has what you call racial pride. Because they're, they're not going to go out like a sucker. They're going to die. They'll kill their whole family and kill themselves to make sure none of their children get raped by the enemy. And that's what it is. And you got to respect that. But y'all, like John Legend and Rosemary, oh man, if if Iran came and Rose McGowan, Rose McGowan said, I'll do whatever you say. Man, they'll strip her naked and run trains on her. And she'll probably like it. She had a lot of practice. They'll strip her naked and run trains on her. You can't trust these people. That's why men are warriors. They talking about, we need women warriors in the front line. Okay. You put the women up there in the front line in the military against them Iranians. They're not going to even kill them. They're going to try to rape every last one of those female service members, service women. They're going to run trains on them. One thing they're going to hit, they're going to shoot you in your arm to disable you. They're going to beat you up. They're going to strip you naked and they're going to run trains on you. They're going to gang rape you. They're going to gang rape you. If this country was run by all women, all women be gang raped. Every last one of y'all be raped. Iran, China, Russia, come on in, swoop on in, and the women are going to surrender because they don't want no war. They don't want no beef. They don't want to fight. Because they're not designed for that. So they rather live and, and, and get humiliated before they get put to death. And if it was a military of all women, you best believe them Iranians will show no mercy. If you put up a fight, you'll die. And they see you weak, they're going to run a train on you. They're going to do it. And them Iranians is going to take you and they're going to run trains on you. And they're going to have a feel. They're going to have the Iranian men. They're going to have all y'all tied up one at a time. And you're going to have thousands of men go through all of y'all. But they can't do men like that because men fight. Men fight to the death. Men, us men, have what you call pride. We too prideful. That's why we don't surrender. That's why we don't give up. We'd rather die than sit there and be a pincushion for them. But people like John Legend, they don't mind being pincushions. John Legend, his, his crew don't mind being a pincushion. He'd be happy to be a pincushion. He'd be very, 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 very happy to be a pincushion. You know what I'm saying when I say pincushion. You know what I'm talking about. I ain't trying to be nasty here. Be happy to be in pincushion. That's why I would not have him back to back. I don't care if he's black. That nigga's a sellout. Shoot. That nigga gonna get, gonna get y'all killed. And, and run through. Shoot. 
I read, I, and I'm going to say this, and y'all can quote this. I'd rather die alongside with a white man with balls than a black man being a bitch. I'd rather die alongside with a white man with balls than a black man being a bitch any day. Because at least you die alongside somebody with balls. Hey, Lord said he died manly. But if you sit there alongside with this black man who who ain't who who got bitch in him, he's gonna get you messed up and he's gonna and he's gonna get you destroyed. Cause it, like, man, just just give up your arms and and you know uh, you know like Tank said you know if if you suck a man's dick. Doesn't make you gay. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that thought comes into your head. And you'd be like, you know what? You're right. You know, you know, maybe we can suck these guys' dicks and, and we can live. No, not me. Mm-mm. No. David Duke, like, here, here pass the ammo. <laughs> David Duke, like, here's some more ammo. You better get to shooting because we ain't going to do none of that. We're going to die. We're going to die tonight, damn it. We're going to die. We're going to Valhalla, goddammit. Shoot. Die manly. They don't sit up there going to choke no damn sausage so I can live in, in wartime. No, no. We're we going to die manly. We're going to die as men. We're going to die like cowards. Or no, I like, no, actually, we're going to die as men, not live like cowards. We're not going to do that. Now, Trump did say on November 29, 2011, in order to get elected, Barack Obama would start a war with Iran. And now Trump's doing it. And now Trump's doing it. So that's fair enough. And this is what Trump said in October 2012. Now that Obama's poll numbers are in tailspin, watch for him to launch a strike in Libya or Iran. He is desperate. But he did strike, launch a strike in Libya. He did do that. He killed Muammar Gaddafi. And he's right. And John Legend wrote right here, I marched on the streets of New York City in protests. I knew Saddam had nothing to do with 9-11. I knew our leaders were fishing for a reason to do something they already decided to do on. Yeah, just like Obama, John Legend. Just like Obama assassinated Muammar Gaddafi. Let's talk about that. What Muammar Gaddafi did to us. He ain't doing nothing to us. Hell, Muammar Gaddafi was helping the people. Just like Hugo Chavez. What Hugo Chavez did, y'all? Hugo Chavez is giving black people uh, free gas in New Jersey. Sitgo. Hugo Chavez owns Sitgo. Yes, Sitgo is owned by the uh, Venezuelan government. Hmm? But y'all had them killed. Your president, Obama, 
had Hugo Chavez killed. He had now Bin Laden. Yeah, he's been dead, but yeah, whatever. Uh, you had Muammar Gaddafi assassinated. Let's talk about that. Now again, I'm I'm I don't I'm not a fan of the president. I'm not a fan or a supporter of President Trump at all. I didn't vote for the bastard. But he is doing no thing, anything any different than the other previous presidents have. Rosanna Arquette said Hitler did the same thing. So did your ancestor. whoop the do. So did your ancestors. So did your ancestors. Right? So did your ancestors. But I'm going to tell you something, the people who the protest, the people out there in Iraq were happy because they knew what he was doing to them. Now, again, it is what it is as far as what the president has done. It is what it is. I have no quarrels with that. I have zero quarrels with that because guess what? It's no, hey, it, it doesn't really affect us as black people. Now, but y'all saying Solomon deserved to die, but that doesn't mean we can violate the Geneva Convention. Didn't Obama violate the Geneva Convention when they killed Muammar Gaddafi? Did Obama violate the Geneva Convention when they had Hugo Chavez assassinated? Come on, nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. Bush did with Saddam Hussein. Huh? Or what Clinton uh, did um, in um, what was that place called? I forgot what it was called. It'll come to me. Various presidents have done some questionable actions and yet y'all have not criticized them. I can't, Hey, I can't trust these people when it, when it's wartime, it's wartime. I'm sorry. Now I know y'all feel things about Trump, but when it's wartime, it's wartime. It's wartime. And I don't trust these people. I would not have these people in my circle when it comes to wartime because they'll probably give up information to the enemy. I don't trust you Hollywood motherfuckers. I don't trust y'all. Hitler did it. Yep, your ancestor, your ancestor helped too.
you know when you know it's funny when other whites have a such a vile hatred for another white like particularly Donald Trump there's something that that president is saying that they don't want nobody to know particularly for black people you you got to watch that you got to watch those type of white people that We'll sit there and attack the president. Ah, he's evil. Ah, like a rabbit dog. You, you, you wanna, you wanna be, you wanna key in on those things. You wanna be a little bit cautious about them. You wanna be, you wanna be a little bit leery about them. You know, you, you, you really want to kind of. Hmm, what is your real plan? What is your real thoughts? Because they be some of the biggest racists on the planet. Your Rose McGowan's and those crew. There be some of the biggest racists on the planet. I respect a white person who is a Trump supporter and says, yes, I support Trump. This is why. A, B, C, and D, F. I got more respect for them than I do for somebody white who says, ah, Trump, he's you. <laughs> like they're like they about to have a heart attack. Like they're about to have a, a, a fit of rage or something. You might want to kind of look at them sideways. You might want to kind of be a little bit careful with them. That's just the truth. Like I said, I, um, I respect someone who is an honest Trump supporter. Versus someone who, oh, he, he, he's crazy. He, uh, uh, and I'm like, oh, now blacks, that's, that's, that's different. And of course, you know, he, he spew out racial uh, epitaphs from time to time in his behavior. But you, if you have somebody white that's just so rabid against Trump, you better watch them. You better like, mm, you better watch you. Cause you, you, you suspect. Something about you suspect. Now, I'm not saying white people shouldn't should should support the president. No, I'm just saying if they get a little bit too, you know, rabid in their behavior when it comes to Trump, you better watch them a little bit carefully. Mm, something's going on. Something is going on. Okay, this is Tammy Hillebrew. Hillebrew, who is this? Hembrew. Huh. Who is this woman? Good little woman. Okay. Oh, a model. Uh, mm-hmm. Interesting. Like that BBC, that's what she like. BBC. Uh huh. She like that BBC. For Tim, Tammy, him, him, brew, him, brow, likes that BBC. All right, um, another one here. 
Now, y'all can say a lot about Mark Zuckerberg. And yes, he's a lot of things. But I have to put some respect on Mark Zuckerberg, not because of his success, but because of his frugalness and his wife. Let me just read a story. Billionaire Zuckerberg and his wife presented a chance shopping for a bargain TV set at a wholesaler at Costco. Mark Zuckerberg may be the fifth richest person in the world, but even with a net worth of $77.3 billion, can't say no to a discount. Facebook founder and chief executive officer was photographed with his wife, Priscilla Chan, while shopping at Costco. And Priscilla is thick, that a motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry! <laughs> Mark! Boy, that... Because she, she used to be skinny and thin, but she done got thick. I like, damn! Mm, 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 mm. Just saying, Mark, you're a lucky guy. The photo shows Zuckerberg and Chan on TV Island and Costco location, Mountain View, on December 10th. And there he is, and there's Miss Priscilla. Damn, she thick. Damn, Mark. Zuckerberg is wearing black pants and sweatshirt with sneakers while his wife's sporting leggings, gray top slides, and a belt bag. Zuckerberg may be frugal when it comes to buying television sets. He has no problem spurging on houses. The Zuck has a significant real estate portfolio is reported to include 10 properties across the United States. Most recently, Zuckerberg just paid it north of $59 million for two adjacent properties in Lake Tahoe. That's different. You know, property is value. And there's Zuckerberg, and that's his thick wife, Priscilla Chan. Thick self. And that's their... Uh, home Palo Alto, which he bought for seven million, which of course that's, and then got one in Lake Tahoe. Now the Zuckerbergs say they will donate ninety nine percent of their wealth, and now ninety nine percent. What what's that's like a hundred billion dollars? Okay, that's a hundred billion dollars. So they're gonna donate ninety nine billion, and they're gonna keep one billion. That's hey, that's still generation wealth. Zuckerberg's extensive portfolio is due to his penchant for buying homes next to one another in order to ensure privacy. Well, I don't blame him. I got to respect Mark Zuckerberg and his wife, Priscilla Chan. Because you got... Niggas like French Montana and 50 Cent running around comparing Bugattis and oh my Bugatti costs one million six hundred thousand dollars and you got a sixty month loan plan and 50 Cent oh that Bugatti's old you got a 2010 and I know the previous owner of that Bugatti you got a used Bugatti and you can't afford the the five million dollar Bugatti and. I got the Bugatti, I got the $3 million Bugatti, I got this, I got that. I'm thinking to myself, here's two niggas, two multi-millionaire niggas, and they both wealthy, 
fighting and arguing over whose car is more expensive, who's being broke, who's being cheap, who's being this, who's being that. You don't see Mark Zuckerberg or Bill Gates or Warren Buffett run around, look, I got the Bugatti, you got this, you got that. Mark Zuckerberg's wardrobe probably costs less than $150 total. The shoes probably cost more than anything. The shoes probably cost $65. The pants may cost $20, $25. The shirt may cost $10, $15. And this wife may have a little bit more, maybe less than $150, $200 wardrobe on. I have to respect them for them being big bank billionaires, BBB, big bank billionaires, to have discipline and restraint and say, you know what? You know what? The hell with that Bugatti. Let's get a, honey, let's get a, a, a Toyota Camry. And you can fully load the Toyota Camry. I mean, you got Toyota Camrys that's like $35,000 max, you know, as far as fully loaded. Instead of buying a million dollar, million, a $1.6 million Bugatti. What the fuck I'm going to do with that? What the fuck I'm going to do with a $1.6 million Bugatti? What am I going to do with that? What can I do with a $1.6 million Bugatti? Besides have arrest me <laughs> tattooed on the car. Because the, once the minute the police sees my black ass in that car, they pulling my black ass over. And they'll find some reason to put you in jail, just like the baby. Up there going to pour apple juice on the promoter, on the producer, and then beat him up because he came to $10,000 short. What you do is you bring the lawyers involved, sir, the baby. What you do is retain an attorney. So if something like that does go down, where's the contract? Did, did you sign a contract? Did he agree upon this? If that was the case, you cannot gangster your way to get your money. You don't sit up there and just beat somebody up and then, you know, take their stuff. Because you already knew the police were looking for a reason to lock your black ass up. And guess what? You gave them a reason to lock your black ass up. That's not how you operate. You are an international star. You are a world star, actually. You are a world-known hip-hop artist. Act like one, the baby. You can't go around and gangster your way through problems because you're going to be locked up like Suge Knight. That's what Suge tried to do. That's what Suge was doing. And now look at him. Suge Knight need to talk to some sense to that boy, to uh, the baby, big time. No, seriously. Suge Knight needs to talk some sense to these younger men. Don't go the path of Suge Knight. Suge Knight would have already been a billionaire if he would if he would have at least not forego through all that craziness. And Harry O tried to tell him, look, he said, look, stay in, stay in the darkness. 
You get more power that way. He tried to tell him. And Suge didn't listen. And now that's where Suge is at. But I got to respect Mark Zuckerberg and Parissa Chan because they, even though they're richer than all these rappers and entertainers put together, they are frugal. Now, the only thing he gets expensive on is the real estate, which that is a good idea. Nothing wrong with owning a lot of property. Nothing wrong with owning a lot of land. Kanye West is the same way. He, he. You know, he has he he buy he owns a lot of land. Hell, he bought out the whole damn town. He liked Wyoming so much that he ended up buying the town. crazy it's absolutely crazy And I wish a lot of other entrepreneurs, rappers, etc., would follow Mark Zuckerberg's, Bill Gates, and Warren Buffett example instead of flossing. Oh, I'm a boss. I want to floss. Uh, I want the biggest. I don't give a rat's behind about that stuff. I don't know what's with us. I mean, I can see if you're a billionaire. Sure, you can floss like that if you're a billionaire. Hell, Jay-Z even smart enough. Why do you think he toned down on the, all, all the jewelry? You don't see him wearing that much jewelry anymore. Why do you think him and Beyonce don't tone down on the jewelry, toned down on a, on a lot of extravagant stuff? Because they know the path of becoming a billionaire is by being frugal. The path to becoming a billionaire is being frugal. And he realized that. That's why he started toning down on that jury stuff and started upping on things that bring value, such as property, such as artwork. Because, yeah, you buy artwork. Yes, it is valuable. They started toning down on the jury. They started to become more private instead of blatantly public. Now, hopefully Carter being all set will start toning down on the craziness, toning down on the cars. Uh, I got 30 cars. Man, dude, sell those cars, man. 
and just only have five. Only have five vehicles. 30 cars, Lamborghini, dude. I would sell those things. I would sell all of that. This is what makes the billionaires and that what makes the billionaires. Billionaires, this is what, you don't see billionaires, now unless Donald Trump, now Donald Trump is a little bit, well he's not too extravagant, but he is a little bit extravagant. But you don't see Mark Zuckerberg with a million dollar in chains neck around his neck or his wife. Now his wife might have some jewelry, you know, she put on for like dinners and parties, etc. And that's fine. Women like to be elegant. There's nothing wrong with that. But you don't see them running around in Bugattis and Ferraris and Lamborghinis be repping Luminati put shots in your body look at that hottie And you don't see him caught up with any infidelities because he's happy with the woman that he has. And he should be. The thickest she is, shit, I'll be hitting that pussy every damn day. About three, probably three times a day, damn it. Just to make sure. <laughs> I'm just saying. If I was about to say, well, I'll be hitting it three times a day. Now, I may tone it down. I may, it, it may be, it may be, okay, let, let's, let's say seven days a week. Once a day. Because I got I got work to do. I got to keep up energy. Shit. I ain't going nowhere. And, and what, uh, what, <laughs> what Angela Yee said. What Angela Yee said. She said. You know what they say about those little girls. Of Asian girls. I said. What, what, the Gucci man said. What, what the fat pussy. I'm like. Dumb nigga. But you know. Gucci gonna smarten up. No, she said they're deep. She said they're deep. So I was like, okay. They're deep. (laughs) Which that's crazy. I don't see it. I know y'all can criticize Mark Zuckerberg all you want. The Congress, we're going to destroy it. But one thing I can say about him, he lives a private, him and his wife, his family, live a private, frugal life. And there's nothing wrong with that. They don't go around, you know, you don't see Mark Zuckerberg getting caught drunk on the road, DWI. You don't see him doing drugs or nothing like that. You don't see it. It is crazy that we like to make fun of him and his wife. Tell me, oh, they ain't flossing. I wouldn't floss either. That's the problem. Just like me, look, my shoes right here, $29.99. They're from New New Balance. Work just fine. 
Shirt, $3. Hoodie, $11. The the spandex thing I I got for my compression pants, $9. This phone that I still have for six years, $89. TV that I bought 12 years ago, that was $600. TV I bought. Still have it. Backpack that still works for four years. That cost what? Less than, well, it was valued at $70. But I got it for like $15. Still functions. Now, I do get a little bit costly on when it comes to firearms because, again, I want to make sure that firearm works when it's it's needed. Or like microphones and stuff like that. Then I'll spend a little bit of money. And this is how the average consistent billionaire stays a billionaire. They live frugal. But uh, actually, later on in the evening, it'll probably be, might be a little bit after eight, eight o'clock. I've already got the uh, episodes of Surviving R. Kelly Part Two. And we're going to play those two parts that, that are, they've already came out, two episodes that already came out. And we're going to do commentary on those two at about Maybe some, actually there were some people that were added into the Surviving R. Kelly Part 2. I'm not going to tell you. Some of you probably already know by now. But but we're going to go over it later on, a little bit after 8. And we're going to discuss it. This is Jack Newtown. Email me at jackradioshownumberone.gmail.com. Got any questions, comments, or concerns, or any news articles. Also, uh, you want to donate, cash out, dollar sign, CSN46. PayPal.me slash Tyrant211, also streamlabs.com slash Hypeborn.